So um, welcome to HyperCustom, the product passion podcast. I'm so excited to have, um, I guess, Francesco Ferreri from the Otto Group here today. And yeah, you will introduce you in a bit, but first of all, a little bit more about the Otto Group. So founded in Germany, 1949, today a global retail and service group uh, with around 50,000 employees and 30 major business groups in more than 30 countries in Europe, North, South America, and Asia. So way more than just the, the Otto catalog. So your business is divided into three segments. So one is, of course, multi-channel, as you call it, uh, financial services and services. And you are a huge retailer, so I'm really, really excited to have, um, yeah, someone, um, yeah, from inside here as part of HyperCustom talking with you about many different things. Um, I call it what you see is what you get produced, and I know that you are, um, you are an enthusiast when it comes to CGI and so on. So maybe you can introduce yourself, Francesco, and then uh, we kick it off. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, first of all. Christian, thanks for having me. So I think we, we talked a lot, a lot about this podcast and now I'm thrilled to be here, finally. Not in person in Frankfurt, but maybe uh, we can we will have that in, in the future, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, what I'm doing at Otto is um, I'm, I'm called, uh, I had a, a friend of mine who works at Amazon and he said, hey, when somebody came back, or when somebody come back, then they say it's a boomerang, right? So I'm a, a typical Otto boomerang. Um, but I'm right now working in the auto group holding as a tech, as a principal, um, principal strategist in the e-commerce segment and in the major department called tech strategy. And so our main issue or our main goal is to um, have a look at the, the tech stacks and the standardization, the reusability across these variety of business models that we have um, across the auto group. And what I'm doing at the moment, so we are split it in different domains. So we are around about, I think, five to six principles at this stage. And I'm responsible right now for driving the tech-driven organization because it's not only about the, it's not only about tech. You also have to empower and encourage all the people. And you know that I think better than me how product development and product management teams has to be structured, have to be structured. So that's what I'm doing at the moment, I think. Uh, really exciting and uh, I mean strategy tech is, is of course a, a wide field um, yeah since we have known each other for a long time I know that your heart burns for CGI and 3D and uh, yeah that you have made a significant contribution to establish this field at Otto before you uh, you're now joining again um, yeah, as a service for your customers so can you tell us a little bit more about CGI at Otto? Yeah, sure. So I'm, um, yeah, well, I'm completely, I'm completely in love with CGI because um, I've, I think I'm, I'm a classic, I'm a classical business guy, you know. And um, but when I, I saw the technology, so I wrote my master thesis about augmented reality. So and that's why this next next retail thing or next media thing is, or next reality we have to call it is for me essential and is, is keeping me since more than 10 years. And you know what the, the gasoline be, behind these new technologies is CGI, right? So this is the backbone of every technology regarding uh, next, next reality. And this is, of course, uh, why I say if, if you haven't heard about CGI, but always talking about augmented reality and virtual reality, then I think you have no clue 
how the technology is really working. So, and what what I love between CGI and these future touch points is um, that there's the opportunity, I think, going to the next touch points beyond all these, I always call it lame, lame online shops because it's always the same structure, you know that. So sometimes it's a bit more lean, sometimes you mix it with different colors, but the framework is always the same. And I think when, when will we move to the next customer experience in case of maybe one example is customization, right? That we're going deeper. And I think next, this next reality case should be the next big thing, I hope. And this yeah. is, hopefully it came from a heart. It came, it came. Are you, you feeling it? Are you feeling could, it, Christian? Yeah, 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 for a long time. <laughs> I mean, as, as I said, I know you for quite some time now. Um, and yeah. when it comes to, for example, Google and Google integrating uh, augmented reality, so 3D objects, products into their search results. Um, yeah, can mm -hmm. you co comment on that? Yeah, that was um, one one major case that, that we had also in mind be uh, regarding CGI. Because I, I think the, the main issue that you, you have with this technology is that everybody's looking, okay, what can you do with that, right? And um, going back to, to our business case and to the business approach, how we get this technology really done is to say, hey, um, dear, dear management board, so there are two really big advantages behind that. So there's one big advantage regarding cost efficiency, because you are not only able with CGI to um, going to the next reality issues, you also have the backbone and the, yeah, the groundwork also rendering 2D images, right? And on top of that, what we have done at CGI or what we, what we have done at Otto with CGI was especially to think about a platform service because we knew that Otto wants to be a marketplace or wanted to be a marketplace just before we started. And yeah, we created on top of that this kind of platform service. So that was so that was the big picture that we are we are aiming at, or we aimed at. And what we've done with also, you know, you have to collect arguments. And then it came with the PLAs at Google that are also reaching out as as well as Facebook ads, right? They also are reaching out to CGI models or to 3D models uh, going to the sponsored products. And I think with With any new case of the of the GAFAs, right? Um, the technology is going further and further. And I think also all the arguments behind this technology and thinking back to this decision of the management board, I think it was the best decision that they made to really focus on this kind of backbone like IKEA did, I think, uh, 20 years before, right? So this is no new technology that we that we're talking about. Yeah, totally. That was uh, one of the most exciting moments I had at IKEA when I walked into this big uh, building with yeah, CGI experts and realizing that most of the contents uh, they're producing is yeah, CGI based. So that's something yeah. like the, the whole IKEA catalog. And I've never imagined that before. So yeah, you're right. Um, did you, excuse me, Christian, did you um, did you get in touch with Martin Ertel? So this is that was the the IKEA CGI evangelist at its best, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a couple of touch points, but of course, uh, yeah, based on in the global 
uh, team and I was mm-hmm. more like the German trying to uh, yeah, to do what I can to further develop digital. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. All right. Good times. Yeah, cool. Um, All right. Our sweet spot at May 1 is customization, as you know. And mm-hmm. in general, I mean, maybe you can just give us your broad perspective on this, um, yeah, the, the topic of customization. So how, how does maybe you personally, but also Otto as a group, see the potential uh, offering uh, yeah, your customers even more personalized products? I think the customization case is, is not a trend anymore. It becomes more and more commodity, I think. And this is uh, one learning that I had from you when you uh, <laughs> came through with, with your learnings um, far or going back from, from Nike ID as well. But um, you see that everywhere um, especially also in the furniture business where where I had it um, in the past, where we've seen kind of kind of business models like Mix or Tilco, where you just see these modular products, right? And then you see, okay, their their customization makes absolutely sense. And as well, one I think one big yeah, one big um, field that where customization is is always taking place is uh, also in the in the car industry, right? So there are a, a customizer. I've so back in the days or two, I think two months ago, we uh, we've leased a car, and then I went through a custom a customization aspect, right? So and and it, I think it's always like like you've said, uh, it doesn't always have to be this pinnacle approach that you have to fully customize the whole the whole product. I think these kind of simple customization issues is really a, a cool one. And we see a lot of them, especially coming from direct-to-consumer brands, like it's Tilco and Mix. And when I when I change the perspective going to the group perspective, right, then I think customization could be really cool on brand-focused business models. I don't believe that if we're looking at marketplaces or really universalist, that this thing the, the customization issue could be could be a USP. I think it's really, for me, it's it's a more brand it's a more brand focused uh, topic, where where you can completely separate from other competitors. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I can agree, and uh, I mean, this is what you wish for as a as a customer. I mean, it's your favorite brand, your favorite product, your loved item to be customized, yeah. to be even more personalized. So. Yeah, when it when it comes to technologies, as you're the one, when it comes to uh, yeah new technologies and maybe also the future um, of auto, um, we at Made One we're looking into possibilities to offer customize customers customizable products uh, via web AR. So think about yeah just the option of web AR. Most I would say in most cases it's just a view, so you can see a product in, in yeah, augmented reality. You can check it out, but uh, I'd really like the interaction. So working on this case, like having someone uh, seeing a product in AR and further interacting with their product. So taking the customization process, the experience of customizing, personalizing a product into um, augmented reality is that something mm-hmm. which you could see as makes sense or would you maybe uh, recommend us to to follow this this path or yeah i would i would say uh, it was uh, i think september 2018 when when apple launched this usdz format where um, you have a kind of sdk 
and be able to, to use web AR technology. So I was really excited and thought, okay, this is really cool because you don't have this kind of obstacle to a barrier to download always an app when you're using um, maybe a new, a new retailer or anything like that, right? But where I'm a bit frustrated of, and this is sometimes this, this AR issue that if I talk about augmented reality, everybody asks me, okay, where's the business case, right? I think, I think you know the, that. The same you know that. with virtual reality, exactly yeah. the same, yeah. So, and this, is, and this is the main barrier when it comes to this, um, to this business cases to, to have this, this kind of showcase where it works because I'm, I'm really, yeah, I'm really frustrated always when I talk about augmented reality or also about new things like web AR that everybody comes with Pokemon, right? So I, I can't hear that anymore. So it's always Pokemon and okay, it's fine. But um, I think we have to, we have to bring this kind of yeah, experience. And, and if we take that, the customer experience should be the main KPI that we are heading to when we are creating business models. And I'm really, yeah, I'm really, um, I'm really bullish that this kind of technology, of course, web AR could be, could be one alternative or, one additional part in an in an online shop to increase this kind of experience, and I'm I just see I can remember when there was the keynote at Apple, so there was this retailer of of guitars, right, and instruments where they showed it um, on this on the stage, and I thought, wow, this this is really cool, but um, I think the main barrier maybe from the other side is always. Like, like I've seen that when we've tried to build this business model or create this business model in the furniture department is that nobody has or, or had these kind of database to create 3D models. And I think this is the main barrier why these new kind of touch points um, didn't reach in the past these kind, of, these kind of new touch points because everybody wants to make the hot shit, you know? Yeah. But nobody thinks about the, the database or its legacy systems. Yeah. And then I think we have to start there. That's why it's, it's so cool that, that we at the other group started creating, first of all, the groundwork before going to the, going to the front end. And this is also in this tech strategy case. So when we take a look at an iceberg, 80% are back end, right? And then 20% are really the fancy stuff. Yeah. So, and I think we have to, if we want to do that, I don't know how it's from your, from your perspective, but we have to care about these 80% before we start going to these um, kind of new technologies. Absolutely with you. And I mean, before it was, uh, let's say, accessibility, as you describe it, you had to download an app or you had to have a browser plugin installed, whatever. And now web IR, for example, yeah, it becomes easier accessible. And on the other hand, yeah. the, the 3D data is uh, something which you have to have in hand. Otherwise, it's impossible to yeah, make use of that technology. So that's also why we're trying also in a way, like you describe it at, at Otto, we're trying to offer that service of in an, let's say, scalable way, creating 3D models which are optimized for uh, view in a web browser, of course, not ready to, to be produced, but that's something which um, which is interesting. So yeah, also mm -hmm. helping others as you're doing it at Otto to create that yeah. database. So what, uh, I mean, are we on the right track? 
I mean, you know what we're doing, and I would love to ask you the question because, first of all, it's uh, it doesn't cost anything right now, <laughs> and you are oh, that's good. You, you have rich expertise, and uh, I mean, when it comes to yeah. uh, tech strategy, um, what's your perspective on what we do? And then, on the other hand, of course, do you have any advice for other companies? Um, what I really love about about your business model is that you have these kind of enabling functions in your in your business model as well so you don't come with this kind of front end so you have this this kind of backbone in your mind because you know how it is um, to make first the database ready scalable and then you can create this 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 kind of custom experience because this is always the obstacle that that other companies are running in because it, it I, th I don't think it's about I don't want to do that I don't want to use the technology I, I think um, I've talked to to many general managers uh, of course in the in the furniture business and when we we tried to get done the the CGI servers as well they were also excited about the technology but when it came when it comes to the to the requirements so they started yeah fallen fallen off the bar or fallen off the table and said oh jesus christ so we are you know we are happy yeah. we are happy to have kind of kind of pin data you know that we have text uh, text and or, or meta descriptions or anything like that so there i think this this enabling function is key to to get customization done as well as augmented reality because these are really these huge requirements that that we have to clarify first and finalize and then we are able to go in one step further and i maybe one point that i always have in mind or that you can play with when you are going to this customization or uh, try to sell this this data this database issue as well is that you have something that you can present because you have a lot of backend programs processes that are so unsexy that nobody no one has a clue how does it look like you know then you say okay it's always one one to zero it's it's kind of a binary thing but i think the main point is hey how get how do i get this database or this data file to the customer and this is perfectly doing with customization and i think this is This is this, the secret sauce that I always had in mind when I sold CGI and we, we received at our business model 3 million, right? So it was no small case. And we, we've always made that challenge to, to showing next touch points, future touch points, as well as all renderings. And it, you know, it's not about quality issues because the quality is completely the same. It's about Yeah, get this vision, get this vision in the minds of the general managers, and of yeah. course, this kind of cost efficiency. Yeah, yeah, you need to add a certain value to it, and they have to understand that and see it. I mean, this this uh, this approach, creating some lighthouse uh, projects, I'm totally with you, and you have to create things which are visible and sexy, as you said it, in a nice way. Um, yeah, nice, really nice insights. And um, thank you so much. I guess uh, all the others will appreciate as well. Hey, uh, I understand coming to something uh, quite personal, but I understand you already a podcast experience. That's at least what I heard. 
So in addition to what you do as a professional, uh, you are also passionate about uh, being and becoming a father. Is that right? That's what I heard. Yeah, sure. And uh, really excited about it. And you are onto something with a podcast, right? Yeah, it was um, a friend of mine who also will become a father said, hey, I want to make a podcast and he's working for the public for the public business. So it's a, a quite um, yeah, contrary contrary approach and he said hey do you want to make a podcast and i said well um yeah i don't have enough time but let's do that and i'm always what i think about podcasts is, is so funny because um it's with uh, kind of hosters right now it's so easy to do that right yeah it is <laughs> and and it's always you know that you know that and it's always cool that uh, what what i'm fascinating about is always to to look behind behind this new touch point and to get to know the technologies and how you can do that. So that was, I don't know if it's, it gets successful. So we make in a kind of daddy podcast, you know, German speaking. So everybody out there, it's called, so Pava is the best uh, manchmal. So if we want to translate it, so Pava is the best, uh, but only sometimes, you know, with a, a humorous figure in it. And yeah, we, we started that. So let's see how it goes. And I have maybe one one outlook. I would I would love it, and this would be my my goal because I don't want to make money with that. But I would love to be the first uh, podcast to consumer brand. You know, cool, it's not nice. D 2 C, it's P 2 C. So um, <laughs> I think I think uh, my girlfriend think I'm completely crazy, but she can't hear it anymore. So all these crazy crazy um, ideas. But I think that would be yeah a new business approach. Maybe <laughs> let's see how it goes. Sounds, yeah. sounds exciting. And, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's similar to what we are doing here. I mean, this is also uh, trying new things, finding out if, um, yeah, if we find people like you with interesting um, people to speak with. And yeah, we'll learn from, uh, from doing and yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But uh, happy to, to have you here today. What's your personal plan for 2021? So rest of, uh, let's say, Corona closing off. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, what's, hopefully, what's your, hopefully. What, what's your plan? Yeah, first of all, I think, um, yeah, baby onboarding and uh, family rooting. So this is, I think, the first of all, the, the main goal. But of course, um, pushing, pushing forward all these uh, tech strategy issues that we have, have in the group, right? Because there's a lot of to do um, just to give you just to give you a small small framing. So we came from a centralized model to a decentralized model, and now we are um, fine to yeah, to balance it in the middle somewhere. And I think this is uh, a really a really cool thing uh, and a really cool uh, task to do. And of course, we are also looking for colleagues if somebody wants to wants to apply. So give me a ping or just reach out to Christian maybe. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Yeah, this is so my 20, 2021 and I don't know Corona. I, I can't hear that anymore. So um, uh, it would be cool when we don't have a, a fourth wave or anything like that, that yeah. comes to new normal and that's, and that's fine. That's my wish as well. And I mean, yeah. you know, you know what, that uh, it's like this, this format um, makes me taking time to talk to you. Um, yeah in a very uh, let's say relaxed uh, environment like no, not rushing through things so i really appreciate it and i'm happy to continue the journey 
So maybe you will, yeah. will be our guest in uh, in a couple of months' time again. So and reporting from sure. from the last uh, the last crazy shit you've done at the Auto Group. So thank you so much. Yeah. And then there's one last um, question. Um, people tend to call it legendary question, which is um, <laughs> at Hyper Custom. So what's your uh, MPP? And for those who still don't know what it is, it's your or Francesco's uh, most personal product. Like, you know, I'm a sneakerhead and I, I love your heritage coming from Nike and what you've done at Nike ID. So thank you so much for doing that, Christian. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm in love with a Nike blazer, you know? So this is my favorite sneaker and I got it in, in 10 different colorways and also customized uh, with my name, with... I don't know, my birth date, and I have a new one with the name of my son. And I think this is my this is my MPP. So when you think about Nike Laser, think about me, Christian. Maybe will, you have one. I, oh, of course, <laughs> of course. It's not a single, <laughs> single model I don't have, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know the Blazer. Okay, then uh, Francesco, Francesco Ferri, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being with us. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Thank you. Cool, Bye -bye. Christian. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you.